Welcome to the Uncle Hack Podcast, where dudes pretty much just talk dude shit. Oh, baby, we are back in Canada. Woo! Life is good. Not really. Uh, freezing our bags off just back uh, fresh off a of corporate down in Cold Lake, Alberta. And uh, after a tornado down in Texas, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, to, where to begin? Yeah. Well, let's, let's start with the travel down there. You got in uh, one day earlier than I did. And which so let's landed just, you where? Look, I got in like two days earlier than you because you got in at fucking midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a whole day. Yeah. Yeah. That's how lovely flying out of Edmonton is. Yeah. Uh, also, we're flying out of Calgary. But yeah, I got there uh, just about two days ahead of you. So uh, I got to kind of get settled, get my feet under me at least. Yeah. Before uh, the circus arrived in you on Thursday and then Brett on Friday. Yeah. And then our first show was Saturday yeah, at the Sunset Strip on East 6th Street, which is like, or just 6th Street, I should say. It's uh, the party zone, uh, all the comedy clubs. You got like the mothership, the comedy mothership, uh, Sunset Strip, Vulcan Gas Company. Creek and in the Cave. Creek in the Cave, yeah. Those are like, kind of like the four main big ones in that area. And then a plethora of clubs all over the city yeah. and stuff like that. Big, big and small and yeah, whirlwind. My head is still spinning and I haven't even unpacked. <clears throat> I, I got off the plane the other day. We were out there for three weeks and it was supposed to be like two weeks. And then we ended up basically extending it an extra week because things were going so, so mightily yeah. out there. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, weather wasn't what I expected, but this podcast is not talking about the weather. Thankfully, it absolutely is not talking about the weather, but uh, let me tell you, um, it's almost uh, three degrees Celsius in Austin right now. And those poor bastards are going to die. <laughs> we were hoodies and fucking <laughs> pants, leather jackets. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, the only thing that I, I blew it on and I'll never do it again is I have like these nice finely tailored uh, leather gloves, yeah, which are you know a little bit warm. And I was like, well, won't be needing these, and tossed them out of my bag like they were going to save me a huge amount of weight. <laughs> and the whole time I was there, I was like, every night, every night in Austin, I would have worn those fucking gloves at night because my hands were cold the whole time. It was like, you know, it gets down to like 10, 11 degrees at night, and you're warm. You run hot. You're a big boy. Yeah, not a fat danger cat but a muscular one. And uh, yeah, I was fucking cold the whole time I was there, actually. What do you think of all of the fucking fatties down there? In America? Yeah. Astounding. Like, uh, we go back to Minnesota, uh, which was like a couple months ago. That was our very first American date. And we were only there for like a couple of days. Those people consume. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Like you take your you take your most fat ass slovenly Canadian, <laughs> and they're like, "That's the average boy, rookie, <laughs> rookie numbers down there." Oh my god, it blows my mind. They look at our fat ass and they go like, "Hey, this guy's ain't so bad. This guy's in shape. <laughs> Gross." We were we, in Minnesota. We were walking through the Mall of America, and I'm not I'm not being vain in any in any sense of the word, but we were by far the best shape people. Yeah. That were in the fucking mall of America. 
there may have been like a couple of guys that got some, they had some buys on them, but they, they had a spare tire going around their waist. Like there was nobody that was actually fit. <laughs> uh, the worst part was the women is like uh, anybody that would remotely turn your head was like severely underage because they hadn't grown into their fatness yet. Oh, I, and it was like, is that an issue for you? Look, I, <laughs> I'm a stranger in a strange. Oh, no. oh are look you who's calling now? Fucking Brett Forte. Gross. I'll put him. I'll put him on for a quick second. Just tell him we're on the. Yeah. Hey there, Chief. You're uh, you're live on the Uncle Hack podcast. We'll put it to the mic. Are you guys uh, recording right now? Yeah, yeah, live recording. Okay, what a great time. Finally. Other great side time. of the mic. No, no. Other oh. there. There you go. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Nowhere to put the phone. No. Look, Come on, Anna. All right. I uh, first off, while we're on the podcast, we have something to discuss with you, Brett. Is that? Uh, yeah, sorry about the spotlight. I get it. No, I'm no, no. Hey, that's that's not even an issue. I haven't even got to that one yet. First things okay. first is we're going to talk about your Jewish foreskin phone plan that he has. We had to get a hold of this guy for the last three weeks on fucking Gmail, <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to get a group chat going on and talk about business on the road here. And we can't even get a hold of him. So iPhone minus 14. <laughs> <laughs> unreal. Yeah, it was unreal. Like that's what he's getting for fucking Christmas. An iPhone? Uh, no, I'm going to pay the fucking $5 a year it costs for cross country phone. Anyway. Yeah, the way my plan is now, it's $12 a day for roaming. So I just bought uh, like 10 gigs of data yeah. and that served me just fine. And uh, I was under the same roof with you guys for the three weeks. So we got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, talk, we'll, so we'll we talk about it at the next go. business meeting tomorrow. Sweep it under the rug. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of good news. Uh, Hack has been uh, tearing it up. We got uh, We got exciting news and whatnot. Yeah, I know. He's been on fire with the bookings and next year's looking nice. Yeah. How was your corporate? So oh. we did a we did a corporate last All right. night. All three of us might as well discuss it. Yeah, I locked up the goddamn phones for one. Oh my god, what company was this for again? It doesn't matter. It's a it's yeah. an oil field outfit and uh okay. there was about seven, 70 people there. Daddy's walking yeah. around arguing with senior <laughs> citizens about a phone going in the bag and these old boys are like, I'm not, I can't give you my phone. I fucking lose it anyways. I don't like these things, but I need it. Put it in the bag. <laughs> and I fucking made them all put it in the bag. It was good. How many? How 70. Many people? 70. Holy shit. Yeah. You're insane, dude. You're insane. I know. <laughs> well, hey, we haven't run a Danger Cat show without the phones locked up in fucking like two years, practically. So why? What difference does a corporate make? It's a show, and, and we gave them a show. There was some high up bosses from. Uh, well, we won't say the name of uh, the major. Oil yeah, companies. let's just say their uh, their offices are in Calgary. <laughs> okay, and uh, they were at the back of the room, and then at the you know the one lady that booked us, the that's their their biggest uh, paycheck, <laughs> and so she said she was sweating bullets the whole show. Because we gave them a danger room. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the show, the one consultant of this major oil field company came up to me and goes, finally, some fucking comedy. When they said that we were having yeah. comedy here, I was just thinking to myself, for fuck me, here we go again. Another dipshit <laughs> telling fucking knock knock good jokes. 
And yeah. he's like, that was fucking awesome. You guys rule. So thank we got, yeah. That, well, thank God I locked up the phones too. If it went bad either way, we were covered. Yeah. 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 It sounds like there's about a $70 million deal on the line. <laughs> oh yeah. Kept it together. <laughs> and we won them over. Yeah. Wow. Well done. Uh, who went first? Who went second? We so put, uh, put the pit bull first. Yeah. Yeah. Opened her, opened her up with the anthem. I asked the lady too. I was like, Hey, can you, can you bring me up? And then, uh, she just like basically went, hi, this is Sam Walker <laughs> and walked off the stage. So I didn't get my usual music cues and hype and all that stuff. And, uh, wow. yeah, you know, I don't have that flag anymore for good reason. It was so one of the few, uh, it was one of the few corporates that reached out and said, we're looking for X rated. So, well, they got triple yeah. X rated. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that, uh, forwarding that. And, uh, we just got to approach these as we'll do them once and then never get them again. So it was much more Even fun that way. if you do great, it, you're not invited back anyways. Like it's a one and done regardless of how well it goes. So it's best yeah. to stir it up a little bit anyways. Did you get footage? Oh, of course. Because I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. No, no. No, I've Hack, set up. Hack's been uh, All base is diligent. covered. He's been diligent. Oh, about time. There we go. Hey, just there because we, we didn't do it that first week in Ontario, I'll never fucking hear the end of it. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now yell at me about the spotlight. No, no, no. Uh, I, it was just one of those things as uh, I wasted um, about an hour and a half driving through the snowy wonderland that is Calgary to uh, try and get it at your place. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then realizing Adam had it and luckily yeah. he wasn't, uh, he was around. So I was able to pick it up. So um, it just, yeah, he it, had his own corporate. Yeah. yeah, I know. I had to. I had to snake it from him. I was like, I thought you already did that. He's like, I go to another one. I'm like, well, we fucking need this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, bro. Well, fuck yeah. I'm glad. I, glad it went well. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. On. Well, I, we can't wait to hear about your adventures in Shaw in Chicago with Brendan Schaub. I'm sure you were yeah. on your best behavior. Let's say that for when the audio is a little better. Let's not put the listeners through too much torture here. It's probably not fun listening to uh, Sam holding the phone six inches away from a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're uh, you're cutting out. I gotta I gotta let you go. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> he's on four uh, G. What are you on? Three G. Look, there's no such thing as five G. That's a myth. That's just a number they add oh. to the screen. Yeah, yeah, but I'm on the whatever. Yeah, fanciest, yeah, 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 yeah. Fanciest number they got. You're digging there. in the dirt looking for the internet. Because <laughs> that's where it is <laughs> in the cables. Holy shit. But uh, yeah, back to Austin. Let's fucking so, let's cover it. Let's go yeah, over yeah, it. This we is, got a. I know. I know. Talking about fat people in Minnesota. Nobody cares. They want to hear what we got up to. There are fat people in Austin as well. They are. So the, the enormity of this. So this started. Uh, way back in uh, the summer of 21. That's when we first like got together yeah, as, yeah, a, yeah. as a cohesive unit. That was a started there trial by fire. And then uh, we got back from Austin in, in 21, back to this wasteland of, uh, of a country. Like everything was locked down. That was the summer where they let everybody out and then locked us down right at the end. I uh, remember masks and everything came back. The RCMP, we were at that provost uh, 
meet oh, up and the, yeah. the goon squad came in like 20 RCMPs in, uh, in masks. Came that was in. insane, dude. It was. They just came in like bullies at midnight and shut down a beer garden that was open for a day and a half. It had already been open the whole weekend. Yeah. And the, the police had been there shaking everybody's hands and being nice. And then they all came back, jackbooted thugs in masks. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't the local cop. The local cop stayed at the gate. He's like, I don't want to go in there. Yeah. I got to deal with these people every day. And the one, the chief was like, well, you got to fucking do your job. Yeah. And they went to the, first they went to the, the hard liquor tent and then they went to the beer tent and then they shut down the DJ and then, uh, shit was getting snaky. It was terrible. And, and from that day on, uh, like everything was up in the air. Like we never knew if we were going to ever make it back to Texas for one. Yeah. Because, uh, we couldn't travel down there. We weren't allowed. And uh, then we just started uh, banding together and rocking shows yeah. in Canada, across Canada. And we started out in like a very locally, like, and just went further and further out in concentric circles until we're like, now we're, we're going to be going across the country. I'm going to be on the East coast. Never been. Yeah. Same here. It, uh, it'll be fun. Speaking of, I didn't even bring up our dates. It, we'll do that. Very, very exciting. And then, so everything's been gathering momentum and then Brett got his O one and then brought us on as his O twos. Yeah. And we had to prove like, we, you don't just get these things. Like you had to prove that you're an alien of exceptional ability, meaning that we're doing a job that no other American can do. Mm -hmm. And we had to prove that to their, to their government. And there's a vetting system and it's very expensive and it's very thorough. And we got those. And then lo and behold, a couple months ago, uh, we were allowed to travel by air down there again. So yep. suddenly a, a new section of the map opened up to us. So we were we've been planning and waiting on this for the last two and a half years, dreaming of it. And then finally we uh, get some concrete dates. We had like three concrete shows that we had while we were yeah. down there. Speaking of dates. Red Deer, December 29th. <laughs> Banff, Alberta, December 31st. Calgary, Alberta, January 1st. Just added this weekend. Kindersley, Saskatchewan, January 25th. That'll just be Sam and I. Uh, Thunder Bay, February 9th and 10th. Niagara Falls, February 16th and 17th. Fredericton, February 22nd. St. John, New Brunswick. February 23rd and 24th, uh, Halifax, February 25th, Winnipeg, Manitoba, February 29th to March 2nd, and uh, March 24th in Vancouver, BC, Ottawa, Ontario from March 29th to the 31st, uh, and these were just added as well, uh, Hinton, Alberta, April 11th, uh, Rocky Mountain House, April 12th. And then Drayton Valley, April 13th. We are still adding more dates. There is one that I just need to put up on the website, and that is February 4th in Edmonton, Alberta. Woo! So what we want to say to all the, all the fans and people that have supported us is come see us on this tour while you still can because things are catching fire. And if we can start getting more and more traction in the yep. States, then we're not going to be around over. Yeah. We're not going to be around as much. So come see us before we have to go. And we must go to America and conquer those lands because yeah. that is the only way to make a living in this business 
is well, you to, can't do it here. To expand. It's no. the guardrails that are put out. Not even guardrails. It's, it's the roadblocks. It's a prison. Yeah. Canada is a prison and you, you get have to punished. abide by rules. For living here, yeah. Yeah, you have to... The population a, just yeah. isn't, isn't here to have a continuous road show going on. No, and the, the list of rules and everything that uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that are put in front of you to get on these... Just for you know, venues, yeah. Venues alone is a is It's a, a pain, pain in, in the, the ass. ass. It's a huge pain in the ass. It, it really is. But you know what makes for a great podcast? Us talking over one another. <laughs> It's it's exciting times. It's exciting times. And I'm having a hard time controlling myself. All right, back to kindergarten. Back to kindergarten. You're going back to kindergarten? We'll go, we'll share one at a time. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. You know, you're, you're getting really grumpy. I fucking am. I'm, What's going on with you? I'm fucking, I'm tired. Of what? Of life. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I pray for the sweet release of death. Oh boy. Well, it's not getting that bad, but, uh, are we annoying you that much these days? Look, you don't I, like having these young spry gentlemen around you, do you? I've been asses to elbows with you guys for the last three weeks. <laughs> I couldn't even, uh, yeah, I couldn't even breathe without running into one of you, which Could, uh, I couldn't even sneak a fart out. I didn't mind. Because we were we were on the job, we had a we do live with one another quite well. And Most we people I don't think could do what we do. No, but it was a singular goal in mind, and uh, I like looking out for you guys. I just, like I may be a hard ass, but I I just want everybody to be uh, comfortable, comfortable, safe, and healthy. That's fair, and that's. Uh, I could get a little annoying sometimes and you can get a lot annoying sometimes uh, to who you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like having fun. I enjoy having lots of fun. I don't think you do sometimes. I think you hate fun. I was trying to, I was trying to maybe catch a little nap and this fucking guy had yacht rock blasting off for two hours. Couldn't get a moment's peace from Dallas all the way to Austin. You're telling me you don't like yacht rock. I like Yacht Rock, but when you're singing and rocking out, to it, <laughs> it's a bit much. It was Listen, a bit much. I thought we were having a fantastic time until I looked over and seen your scowl on your you face. You were having a fantastic yeah, time. Yeah, I thought everybody liked Steely Dan, but I guess I'm wrong. Forgive me. I respect Steely Dan. That doesn't mean I have to like him. <laughs> God damn it. First show in Austin, Texas. As uh, a visa holder, Sam, how did it feel? Uh, it was amazing, but also the roller coaster of emotions. It was a bumpy ride, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a, so much preparation goes into this stuff. Totally. And you don't, uh, you don't know what's going to happen until game day. Right. And uh, it was just known unknowns. We were going into the unknown. Yeah. And we had a, a top notch venue in the sunset strip had put us on at a 7 PM show on a Saturday. Yeah. And we called in like all our favors, all the, all the people we'd met in Austin in 21, we were messaging them furiously. We were given like comp tickets to Uber drivers. Yeah. Like whatever we could just to get asses in those seats. Cause I, I know once you get the asses in the seats, show goes on. 
Yeah, it'll go on. It's a good thing you have a happy-go-lucky young man like myself around (laughs) because you two had your fucking faces in your palms. It was depressing to look at. It was like watching, you know, I I hate to say it, but I might be the psychopath that enjoys seeing his friends get exploded (laughs) in in war times because I was still chipper. Well, 15 minutes before showtime, we're looking out that curtain and there's two people in the audience. It was an AA meeting. It was bad it was bad <laughs> brett was like morose he was morose and uh he was like uh if the audience goes to the washroom i lose 50 percent of it yeah <laughs> and you know what this is the trenches of open mics in edmonton coming to play we got it that is. bitch off the ground you know if, yeah. if i was a spoiled little asshole and yeah. uh took all this for granted I'd have been in the same mood that you guys were in and the show wouldn't have fucking been as good as it was. And I'm not, I'm not patting myself on the back here by any means, but I'm saying those moments that when you're sitting here in a cafe in Edmonton, Alberta, and four people are there and Mm -hmm. and 17 of the people in the back are comics and you have to entertain four people with your stupid fucking jokes that you think is funny. Meanwhile, that they were there to catch up from high school and they get ambushed with uh, open mic comedy of yeah. like cum jokes that they've heard probably a million times at a job site or fucking got, got a few guys in the HR room. It makes it, it made it sweeter for me. Yeah, it was. And that's how you prepare yourself for the, the tough gigs on, on the road. Uh, a lot of comedians collapse once they're, uh, you know, they, they do well at these curated mics in their city with their friendly pals. And then they get out yeah. on the road and uh, have a rowdy audience that knows nothing them nor cares about them. No. And if they can't make that connection and uh, own that room, so to speak, uh-huh. you're fucking finished. Oh, yeah. And you know what, man? All I could think in that moment, like even looking out and seeing that, it's like, you know what? I'm in Austin fucking Texas. I don't give a fuck right now. I am going to give them motherfuckers exactly what they came up here for. I flew my ass all the way down. I don't give a yeah. fuck if there was just the staff in there. I'd, I'd ask them to come sit down and enjoy this. Yeah. And that, at, at that point, that was who was going to be enjoying the show was the staff. But uh, by the time showtime happened, there's like a... The front road filled up more than a dozen people and uh, the doorman down on the street, Barker's fucking yonder wizard. Shout out to him. Yeah. He uh, he started barking All those barking boys at in. the Sunset Stripper, uh, solid guys. Ray, uh, Mikey. Yonder, Mikey, yeah. fucking. Um, there's oh, there's two Mikeys. Yeah. What's the other big guy's name? Uh, it'll come to me. Greg uh, Munford. Munford. Yeah. Yonder can play the fuck out of a guitar. Yeah, play the fuck out of a skin flute too. Oh yeah, guys, total fruit. <laughs> but uh, they, yeah, they filled they filled that place up, and before we knew it, we had uh, sixty eight people up in that motherfucker. One short of the perfect number. Not everything can be that perfect, but uh, we rocked that show, and that was the longest sets we'd ever done in Texas. Prior to that, we'd maybe done like a ten minute set. Yeah. So nobody had really ever seen us uh, deal that much death mm-hmm. and we rocked it. And, you know, you just can't ask for anything else. No, we get uh, we get that out of the way. And then Sunday rolls around and we get spots at the mother the comedy mothership. Yeah. Joe Rogan's showcase spot 
we ended up getting in a, like you sign up for the open mic. Yeah. And we were in the right place in the right time. And we got up there and the, the way it works is you get to rip a three minute set on their little boy stage. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's, there's two rooms, the little boy and the fat man. And uh, you get in there and it's a sold out crowd. It's not like a shitty open mic. It's a sold out affair. And then they put on uh, about a dozen guys get three minute sets. Mm-hmm. And then they bring up uh, some special guests and headliners and stuff like that. But yeah. we, as the, the guys that are on the open mic, we just get to wait to do our set. And then you rip your three minute set. And then when you're finished, you, you leave. Mm-hmm. You don't get to stick around. Felt good though. Yeah. It felt good. Felt great, good. And you, you were right before me. Uh, yeah, you were in the, you were in I had the to follow some jackass spot. You remember that guy? Guys, this guy fucking took his shirt off and his, ju- like his whole bit for three minutes. He's talking about his girlfriend saying that he needs a fucking pepper spray. Pepper spray. Yeah. And then he has to pull his shirt off and flex because he was a jacked guy. We could tell he was jacked even with his baggy clothes on. He oh, fucking yeah. like, it wasn't anything special when he took his shirt off. It was like, yeah, we knew you were, we knew you were huge. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a huge fuckhead. Mm hmm. <laughs> It was weird. And taking your shirt off on stage is like one Very of the, odd thing to the, do. the weakest, like there's a time and a place for that. And your three minute showcase set at the fucking mothership was not. No. That guy will be going Especially nowhere. Especially when you're audition. That's like an audition, right? It there. really is. And and you're being shot by like six high definition cameras from every, yeah. every angle. The crispest mic I've ever had in my life. That sound. Mm-hmm. coming out of there was uh was absolutely amazing and you went up right before me you rocked it rocked it hard yeah and then i uh, you had to fuck off didn't get to see mine i i bumble fucked oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did i uh yeah i bumble fucked i pretend like oh i forgot something and then i was pretending to look because i just wanted to see like i gotta catch a minute of your set just by, and then like walking by and giving yeah. fist bumps. And a couple of the door guys were like, I like that shit, what you did up there. Yeah, it was cool when you get the door guys because they see everything and, uh-huh. and everyone. And being as we were, the other really nice thing was Austin was a uh, big shout out to the Austin comedy community at yeah. large for taking such great care of us. Yeah. They were uh, really generous with the spots and the time. And Opened up their arms quite quickly. Um, and you know what? It was great to know that a lot of them remembered us from yeah. 2021. Because, you know, that that is two years goes by pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And for them to remember your name. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a nice touch. And, w- and within a week, all the door guys on the strip knew who we were. And so we could uh, come and go have comedians privilege at the back of the room. And yeah, we kept it uh, super professional the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, uh, I mean, is we, uh, no booze, no, no booze at the shows. Absolutely not. No. Cause, uh, the drinking culture on the, in the comedy scene is uh pretty repulsive. It, it's ruined, ruined so many people's like sets and their, uh, their attitudes and stuff like that. I enjoy, ha- I enjoy having a couple of drinks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not oh, yeah. saying like, uh, I'm abstaining from alcohol or uh, I don't enjoy it. But when you're on the job and we were working down there. Yes, uh, go, 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 man. Yeah. They, there's no time to fuck around. There's no That's time for thing. hangovers. There's no time for sore throats. There's no. uh, It's hard enough to get a good night's sleep after the adrenaline's coursing through your veins. Yeah. And you know, you have a, we hit as many podcasts as we could while we were down there. Yeah. And 
like every day we had something major going on. Like there was mm-hmm. never a day where, Oh, we're just off. We never got that. No, that option, which is fine. And the time, like I know we're talking really fast here, yeah, but the, the time was just flying by, but it felt like 18 days felt like three to me. Also, it felt like uh, two months in, in Canada. Really? It yeah, went like, by so quick to me, man. It did, but what we got accomplished and, oh, and, and yeah, what we yeah, were doing, yeah. like it was just like- I see what you're saying, yes. It it did fly by, but it was also like the amount of things that we got done and uh, the things that happened were, uh, were truly, truly amazing. amazing. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth. We've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm it's sorry. only uh, I it's only it so going to get worse. It was yeah, awesome too. Comedians down there and fans got Uncle Hack and I mixed up. Yeah, on the reg, and we just like we just go with it now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I just uh, graciously, think, I, I get actually you. insulted because <laughs> my legs are much thicker than yours. They're sturdy. They are. And they are. You got these little skinny toothpicks, and it and it it hurts me inside that. Yeah, well, I have, I've, I've spent years building this ass and then I got old flatbread fucking Fred over here. Cause they're looking at your fucking dick sucking party lips and mustache <laughs> get, <laughs> getting it mixed up. That yeah. Way. Well, when I, when I ins- insult you or, uh, yeah, no. And you, and I say something that makes you put your head down you should be able to see the tree trunks <laughs> that fill out a nice pair of jeans. Yeah, well, have fun Bear. eating that much meat to maintain those. You get but one asshole. Enjoy it. Yeah, I will. Yeah, don't fucking, don't do your little <laughs> fucking I got you moment Fuck. there. What are you talking about? Holy shit. These suckers are built to last. Yeah, I know. And stand-up comedy is an upper body game. I've seen you trip over mic cords, fucking mic stat. When? When? Uh, let's talk about it. Let's get the footage. We have it. Footage or it never happened. We, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've I, seen I, you get tied up in the flag. I know what you're talking about now. Old boots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking tell me where's the footage. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Toe pick Terry over here. <laughs> tell me fucking. Yeah. Well, my legs. My legs don't trip over. They walk right through a mic court. You're getting tangled I was, up. I was tripping over audience. <laughs> That was a, well, that's the thing is like, we never really stopped doing this, but no. uh, with travel and shows, the volume, like there's always kind of a buildup to the end of a tour or a run. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I know you got home and had like a, basically like a day to, to rest. And then we were back on it. Like yeah. I got home on Thursday afternoon and then Friday at noon, I'm, tracking down equipment and loading up gear. And I didn't even have a chance. I didn't even unpack. I did my laundry over at your place. Yeah. And I'm going to have to charge yeah. me for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About a buck a wash. So. <laughs> oh, fucking. So what do you mean? It's and, like and then we go and then five we do bucks it. for the dryer. We do the corporate last night too. Yeah. And that's like uh, about a six hour round trip. Mm hmm. As far as uh, there and back, and we had a hotel for the From night. Austin, Texas, all the way to Cold Lake, Alberta. Yeah. How life humbles you. Pardon me. It is, but you're getting around. We're seeing the people. 
And it doesn't matter whether we were ripping shows in Austin or in Cold Lake. They're still getting the business. Like I locked up those people's goddamn phone at, <laughs> at a Christmas function. And of course, I, I'm, what I'm getting all the time now, I got this in Austin too, is uh, I locked up phones at the door at our Dallas show as well. Because uh, it's I, I actually quite enjoyed doing it. But uh, you always get one of these like, oh, well, I'm a mom and my kid's four hours away. And I was like, Pfft. Kids four hours away, nothing you could do about it anyway. Yeah. And uh, then she she went back on, well, I'm a mother. And I said, look, lady, there's a lot of mothers in there. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she wasn't impressed. <laughs> she didn't uh, she didn't take too kindly to that. Like, look, pretty much every other woman in there is a mother. Yeah. And they're doing fine. And for an hour and a half, and if you need to check your phone, we unlock that shit. It's not like phones locked up for an hour and a half and we're holding on to it. Like mm -hmm. it's just locked in a bag in front of you. If it vibrates, go fucking unlock it. And uh, now these people know what I got to deal with. You know, like yeah. I'm driving, I'm, I'm, I'm singing fucking Huey Lewis in the news. I'm having a good time. And this guy's wanting to lock up. He's dreaming about locking up phones. I am terrifying mothers that can't call their children. And I'm over here just trying to sing some goddamn songs on the highway. And I got, I got fucking, what a hellboy beside me. <laughs> I am a bit of a hard ass though. I can't help it though. Like somebody's got to, somebody's got to keep the beat on that. Do you know? ever wish that you could just release that for a day? Or I, I do. And then I fuck up and then I go, Sam, never again. <laughs> See what happens. See what happens. You let it slip for a second. You are right. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, there are, uh, I haven't even had a good moment. That fucking travel day back was hell. So yeah, I did like in my mind. Seven hours at the Denver airport for this. Well, this is, my this day guy. started the day before and it didn't end till I got back. So oh, yeah. I was up since 9 a.m. the day prior when we, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when we went out to San Antonio, yeah. I was up at, you had us up at nine. Uh, you're up earlier than that. You're up at. Uh, what, eight? Eight, yeah. Eight a.m. We're up. We're on the road by, by 9. 9.06. Yeah, okay. Picked up breakfast, and then we were on our way by about 9.23. Mm -hmm. So I'd been up since 8 a.m. that day, stayed up until the following day till I got home at 11.15 p.m. Yeah, that's, so, that's monstrous. That's actually. over, yeah. what, 40, that's 47 hours? Yeah. No, longer than that, 51 51 hours up straight and having to travel. And I try sleeping on the plane. Nope. You couldn't sleep on the plane. I tried. Oh, Dick Smack came and talked your ear off. Yeah. Cause my first flight was a, it was a jumper. Like yeah. I, I flew from Austin to Houston and, and before people start coming at me in the comments, I had a direct flight <laughs> from Austin to Edmonton, yeah. <laughs> but we had to extend the trip by a few days. No, that was my extended trip back. I called them and they're like, oh, we have a direct flight on the Wednesday. Would you like that? And I was like, yes, I would love that. That's great. What time does it leave? 10 a.m. leaving. 10 a.m. departure. Couldn't be a better time. What time do I land? I get back in Edmonton, 5 p.m. Wow, what a nice day. You know? Yeah. And then these motherfuckers. I call them. I don't get my itinerary and I call them over yeah. and over and over again. I call yeah. Expedia and they're like, we have no recollection of what's going on here. Yeah. Pardon me. Huh? 
I spent a whole like three hours on the phone with you guys and you transferred me five fucking times. Yeah. And then I ended up somewhere. I don't know where I ended up. And they're like, well, you don't, you don't know who you called. And I called the fucking number to change the flight on the itinerary that you gave me, but I couldn't change it because it yeah. was like, I didn't do the extra 40 bucks. Dumb idea. Man, I never know. again. Yeah, when I know. we go I down know. there, I'll yeah. put in the extra 40, especially when we're going to somewhere and we have an open schedule like that. If we don't have to be back, yeah. I know. It is. And then you heard me in the hotel room trying to argue with these fucking camel jockeys. For <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh these guys are the, the, wor the worst of the worst. And they're not even good at their job. They're terrible. And their job is just to uh, hang Irritate. up on you. Yeah. That's their job. Hang up, hang up on the customer and keep passing it around. And it's a call center full of these jack and apes. By the ninth time I called and got through the one guy's like, I have, I like, do not hang up on me. I am already furious. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. I was like, here's my, here's my fucking number. This is the number you guys gave me. Yeah. And he goes, oh, here, well, that flight's been canceled. Oh, really? And then he goes, we can get you another flight for $670. So that's 250 No, way more than that. That was like an additional $400. That's obscene. Yeah. Then my original price that I was supposed to pay. I know. And they canceled the flight, didn't let me know. <laughs> So I was waiting. They're like, if you don't get an itinerary in 48 hours, just call us. So I was like, okay, I didn't get one in 48. I'll wait maybe like just one more day, two more days, and yeah. maybe it shows up, you know? Maybe. No, call them. And then that's when the debacle happened in there. And it was just fucking back and forth, back and forth. And then my flight, that the only flight I could get on the Wednesday, is leaving at 6 a.m. I fly from 6 a.m., uh, from Austin to Houston, I get to Houston and then I fly to Denver and, and, and there was an hour layover in, in Houston, hour and a half. And then I hop on, I fly to Denver, seven and a half hour layover in Denver, Colorado in the fucking airport. So I sat there like Tom Hanks and fucking waiting <laughs> like a goddamn idiot for seven and a half hours, flew back here. And finally, like, it's so hard for me to sleep in an airport. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's too yeah. many people around. I don't trust anybody. You know, <laughs> one idiot's walking around showing people his phone, asking for money. And like, it, yeah, that's the type oh, of wow. shit that's going yeah. on in there. Right. This guy's trying to swindle people. I seen him walking around the whole airport trying to swindle people for money. mile high city. Get it together. Yeah. And, uh, and then I finally get on the plane. I got all my shit over it. I sit beside this guy. He sees the lane beside me. It's open. Yeah. So he goes, I'm going to go over there. Planes full, doors locked. Nobody's going anywhere. I'm going over there. Nice. I'm 45 minutes into the plane ride, roughly, I'd say. And uh, having a good snooze. All of a sudden, this fucking retard out of nowhere just plops his ass down right beside me. Like enough. Like he sits down hard enough that it wakes me. Yeah. And I'm out. We're talking like I haven't slept in over 42 hours at yeah. this point. And wakes me and decides that he wants to play 21 goddamn questions about what's going on with the plane. And old Uncle Hack's a nice guy. 
I look. I looked at him, and I looked straight ahead again, and I ignored him. And then he he asked me again. Ah, persistent. So then I, yeah. So I took. I peel off one headphone, give him an ear. What do you got for me? And he goes, "Well, the flight says that it's going to land at ten thirty. And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, on the screen it says nine thirty. And I was like, "Did you account for the time change?" Oh, we're an hour behind in Edmonton, Alberta from Denver. So now you are a scholar and a wizard to this man. Oh yeah. Now he's like, well, shouldn't we be there sooner? I was like, no, the flight, they calculate this shit. Yeah. The flight will get there when it gets there. And he goes, so we're going to get there an hour earlier. Oh my sweet Jesus. I am not in the fucking mood for this pal. What a fucking loser. And then like, I just start to nod off and he was Jimmy elbows. And it's like, I want, I was getting so mad, dude. Yeah. But I kept my fucking cool. I didn't say no. I, that was one of those times where I was going to ask him, where are you originally sitting? And what made you think here? Yeah. Why here? Stewardess. Do you, <laughs> do you think if you bring yourself a little more forward on the plane, that's going to give some more momentum and we'll get fucking Ed to Edmonton a little quicker? What's going on upstairs? I was furious, man. And then he would rustle around because I think he, yeah. this is the first time he ever flew. So he's nervous. Oh, God. And then he wants to ask me questions and he goes, he asked me, what's the weather in Edmonton right now? Well... Well, I don't know if you've ever been in the air before, sir, but we don't have internet access on this flight. I don't fucking mm -hmm. know. Go knock on that cabin door. Yeah. With those fucking You can't get pilots. you can't get internet there. Oh. Yet people made phone calls to their loved ones on 9/11. <laughs> uh oh, we're going weird. <laughs> that was my flight home anyways. Yeah. Should have brought that up. When with that fat fuck sitting next to you. About 9-11? Yeah, I just started fucking with him. Yeah. Whatever. You know what? He's not even worth the, the waste of air coming out of your lungs on No. All I wanted him, to do was like, I threw on my headphones and I yeah. was trying to sleep. Like, give me an hour. And it was just hell. And then I get sick. Oh, gross. That, 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 that whole time awake yeah. I, it was what fucked me i know that for a fact no not getting uh not getting sleep is a death sentence that'll kill you faster than mm -hmm. not eating or drinking water mm -hmm. uh sleep deprivation is a very powerful tool that the the system uses to, yeah. to fuck with you oh totally and uh that's part of the reason we go so hard on the road is to get those uh get those nights of sleep in so that we're ready for whatever we got to take on the next day. Mm -hmm. And it is a sleep is a huge luxury. And so when we can get it, we, we fucking take it. We're not, totally. not lazy about it. And That's why being, I, I, I like, I, I know I built this brand off of being a shit bag and uh, a bit of a piss, yeah. piss bag, I yeah. should say more, more so. And uh, as time prevails and we, we power forward the sauce, it was my major detriment. Yeah, and it got you to uh, it got you to a place, but it was unsustainable. Totally. And uh, hearing your trials and tribulations of uh, the amount of money that you made and lost, yeah. <laughs> over the years, like uh, it's it's truly astounding and fucked up. But also, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And a lot of people just go through life keep keep making the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. And 
look, heavy metal, heavy women, heavy drinking. Yeah. That is the motto. And we, we stand by that lifestyle. But when you, the paying customer, come to the show, you know, you're taking a night off, you're buying tickets, you're going out. Mm-hmm. You probably got a babysitter. Yeah. And you've, uh, you've invested in the night and you're going to drink and have a good time. And it is our responsibility to provide that for you. And if we're fucking drinking like you are, you're not going to get that quality show. It's going to be a ripoff and you're not going to want to see us again. No, and you're never getting the same show twice with uh, the three of us performing. We're never doing the same jokes in the, in the same order. You're always getting a unique show. Yeah. Every time. So it's worth. You never know what's going to happen. You don't. You never know what's going to happen. And that's what I like about our show is uh, one could be tame. They're the ones where we're like preparing for battle. Yeah. Those are always the nicest crowds. Yeah. They're always like polite and we're going out there and like we're ready to rip them to pieces. It's like, you know, it's like poking the tiger. And then, yeah, I know. And And everybody's like, Sitting still and Tiger can't figure out what the fuck is going on. Who do I fucking, whose head do I rip off? And then the most unassuming, nice, nice places turn into the wildest dog fights we've ever been Oh in. my God. <laughs> you walk in, oh, this is going to be a nice show. This is going to be, as, it, and that's like the curse. You know what I mean? It's like saying, uh, oh, nice. We're going to get a shutout tonight when it's like. No, and you never, yeah, that's, that's many people's last mistake is they under, underestimate. So. That's why you come in uh, always ready to, to deal death no matter what. And most of the time it, it works out works out just fine having that level of intensity. Yeah. And being able to put forward that that energy. If we were sitting there, you know, beating off first thing in the morning, all drained of our fluids and lifeblood and, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and fucking up, um, we wouldn't be able to do this. No. You got to have that. Uh, you got to have know, that edge. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned that quickly. He's got thick legs. Well, I got thick nuts. (laughs) (laughs) These toothpick legs got to carry around these brass balls. (laughs) And they're backed up. Let me tell you, they are backed up. You're plugged up. Three three weeks with these guys. I didn't get a chance to unload them. Oh, Oh, no. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. Holy shit. It's going to look like a fucking... What is what does Rouse say? A can of mushroom soup? Oh, it's a it's a fire hose. Oof, it's a fire hose. It's terrible. Oof, that poor lady. Oh, poor nice lady. Shampoo her like a buffalo. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but they uh, they enjoy it. I enjoy it, and there is a there is a release at the end of the tunnel when it does happen. But it takes a lot to get to that point. You can't just be uh, no running and gunning out there. Um. Just uh, keeping track of the time. How long are you running a show these days on the Uncle Hack podcast? An hour. We're at 45 right now. Beauty. Um, I just want to uh, say for the Patreon guys, we got some special topics to to cover for the Patreon guys, but don't worry. We're not going to cheap you out on the last 15 minutes here. No. Um, We've had uh, some major developments in uh oh, are we talking uh san antonio right now or where are you going with this i'm talking yeah like just the the complete arc of what we got done in three weeks down in texas yeah. uh really oh my God. really I get chills thinking about it dude. really set us up for some uh big time stuff coming up one of the very interesting things is uh we made friends with uh brian holtzman mm-hmm. 
down there. Now for the audience, uh, you can look him up on the internet. Brian Holtzman is a legendary, a living legend comedian. He's uh, 62 years old and he's been closing out the comedy store main showroom for 25 years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's the comedy store in LA and yeah. uh, where, where everybody was. He's now, he's now in Austin at the mothership and ripping his own shows and, and whatnot. But um, there was a, uh, a documentary done about the comedy store a couple of years ago that uh, Brian featured prominently in the segments. And you kind of got the world got a glimpse of what he is, but just to give a backstory, this guy's closing out the comedy store main showroom. Um, that's you're like the main showroom. That's crazy. It's a 450 seater. It's at 1am and there's like probably a dozen people scattered throughout this room as a comedian. That's one of the hardest setups you can have. You want the audience as close to the stage as possible. You want as much audience as possible. Yeah. And uh, you want them fresh and not, not bagged by the end of the night. And this guy would go out and he'd blow them out of the water uh, every fucking night. Mm-hmm. And he did this for 25 years. And finally, finally, he's getting the respect due to him. And he's getting sold out shows and he's getting up and and doing this. And he wants to prove that he's a road dog and he can do that. And who better to tour the world with, specifically Canada, than the Danger Cats? Hell yeah. And so for we got some future dates coming up in uh, Toronto, Calgary, and uh, Edmonton. Yeah. With uh, Brian Holtzman is going to be headlining for the Danger Cats. For true comedy fans, they know the magnitude of what this man uh, possesses and where he comes from. Yeah, and I can't, I can't wait to put him in front of a, a Danger Cats audience. I think they'll love him. I know they'll love him, and mm-hmm. we've been spoiled rotten as performers in getting to have like a a loyal and uh, I don't know what. Uh, the word, the word escapes me now, but like, you know, just they're, they're in it. They're, they're living, they're living it. They're experiencing it with us. And they want that hour and a half of that fucking nasty stuff. Yeah. And they're willing to come on a ride and the show's exciting. Like there's a buzz in the room before the show starts and then the show ends and people are still like, they're hanging out they're They're buying merch, getting their titty signed. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's enthusiasm and regular comedy shows are not like that. No, not, not at all. And when no. we get in front of like, just like a, a regular comedy audience, we knock their dicks in the dirt, man. And, <laughs> and it's a, it's a good time, but it is not like, uh, it's, it's not the same at all. No. And to be able to bring Brian, Brian in to experience that I'm, I'm very excited and please look at the, look at the tour dates as they come up and get those tickets. We want to fill these rooms and have a fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck dude. Um, the fact that he's giving us the the pleasure of like touring with them and this yeah. early in a comedy career for me is like, yeah. uh, you know, um, I didn't get a chance to see him when I was down there. I think you guys got to meet him after I left or Brett met him prior in Brett met him, uh, Brett's met him, I think in LA. Oh, okay. That's where it was and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But Brett gets around. So yeah. Yeah. He'd met him, uh, well prior to us. Yeah. But we made a, we made a good impression with him mm-hmm. and 
you know, this guy's uh, been down in LA doing comedy and now he's in Austin and he's getting around and, and doing this, but you don't just like, just go on the road and, and do shows. It's not that easy. You got to deal with bookers and accommodations. And when you're coming from America to the economic containment zone, that is Canada. Yeah. You want to have somebody that's, that's on board. And I feel Brian, um, it'd be an honor to pick you up at the airport and give him door to door service. A hundred percent. Like when he comes, we want to take care of him. Just have him worrying about fucking having a great time on stage. Yeah. And that's yes. a, a big part of what we what we do, and we can't do that if we're fall down drunks. No, no, and uh, I think that's a bit of a. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm sober. No, no, none of us are. No, I wouldn't say I'm sober. I I know that that word gets kind of attributed to me. Yeah, a and it lot gets because, it gets preachy because then it's fucking it's fucking AA. So Uncle Hack's not fucking ripping rails off of toilet seats. You guys <laughs> should be happy that he's not going to overdose on fentanyl, like. <laughs> He did it before. He did it before. Yeah, yeah. skirted death from it. But, you know, like a lot of people, like, oh, you don't drink? Like, well, yeah, I, I just not now. Oh, so you're sober? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not sober. I just like, what's the, here's the thing that fucking drives me nuts. Why the fuck do I want one? You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. don't want to sit and have one. Yeah. That's what pisses me off with these fucking guys. It's like, why don't we go for a beer? Why would a why the fuck do I want to go for one, one beer? Fucking yeah. beer. That's Who a, in their right yeah. mind's a psychopath? What are we doing? We dating? Is that what we're doing? We're going on a date. You're gonna kiss me after? You're gonna walk me fucking home? No. If we're drinking, we're drinking. Yeah. And I want to get fucking slammed. But that's, that's yeah. the thing is like, but they, you can't have something big going on the next day. It's gotta, no. you gotta have the time. Right. And yeah. you know what? Nowhere I like getting fucked up. Tabor, Alberta. <laughs> that's where I, I love getting fucked up floor licking drunk in some jackass friend of mine shop. That's where yeah. I don't like going to fucking the bars are like, yeah. eh, remember, right. remember, remember the guy when we got home from the hotel, he was uh, <laughs> that's how drunk I want to be. He was face down in my own puke, <laughs> passed out in the lobby. His <laughs> his friends had rolled him onto his side so he was safe. Yeah, and they were taking care of him. And the lady at the hotel was going to get the fucking <laughs> the luggage cart so that they could get him to the room. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I want to be. Yeah, I know. I understand. With my friends, I understand. Yeah, that's where. Like that's when I get want to get fucking hammered. I've done the tour around getting drunk with strangers. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. No, and we got we got so much on the line now with these visas. We can't give these pigs a, even an inch to do it. No. Because I, I, I follow the news in the sense, like, I'll read the dirt sheets, get a good overall view, but there's this one... This one celebrity that keeps popping up that makes me laugh is this fucking Kodak Black. <laughs> have you have you seen this motherfucker? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like fucking the president of the United States, Donald Trump, had this motherfucker pardoned and got him out of prison. <laughs> and this peanut head motherfucker gets caught catching some Z's in traffic in his fucking SUV, and then he hammered. Got, hammered uh, high as fuck on whatever. And then he gets out and he dumps cocaine 
in, in, in front of the bright lights of the police car. He's, he's getting rid of the cocaine. And then, you know, those pigs, they have the, they have the drug testing kits and sure as shit, test positive for oh cocaine. God. He's like, oh, it was a, it was a Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, not, it's not as bad a class A drug. Yeah, holy fuck. Un- unreal. And now this guy's fucking, this guy's been in jail and got out and is starting trying to start his music career again. And now he's bogged down in rinky-dink horseshit charges. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't want to play. I don't want to play in that region. No. And these guys are just, they're looking for nothing but an excuse to twist guys like us up. Totally. Because uh, the government can't control laughter. No. And they, they fucking hate that people laugh. Like that to them is what, that's ever. why they wear that fucking mask so people can't see a smile. Exactly. And uh, stay away from other people so you don't talk and communicate and can't have a laugh. Right. And uh, we are like, that is exactly what we are against. We are about bringing people together, telling fucking nasty ass jokes. Amen. And making sure everybody laughs and has a good time and gets home safe. Yes. We always have like, uh, as much as people on the internet talk shit about our audience, we have probably one of the best behaved audiences. These people treat each other with respect. It's because some people don't get it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta live it. You gotta fucking be it to understand it. And those that don't will never fucking get it. No. And the amount of, the amount of sweet ass cowboy boots and fucking leather jackets that I get to see at a danger cat show. Hell yeah. The the, the women dressing up to either whether they're dressing like a skid or fucking dressed to the nines. Yeah. We get full types. Hey, it's a show man. And like I get as much of a show watching the audience come in, leave and performing for them as uh, I hope they get by hearing, uh, hearing me hit them with the high hard one. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Unreal. The yeah. audacity of you to say that on this show. Do you know that this is a clean show? Yeah. This ain't no drag time story hour. Keep it clean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Kids listen to this. Well, the Patreon. That's well, where we can say. Okay. Some words. Yeah. We'll we, we can say some words on there. I'll describe Kodak you know Black with more colorful it, terms. This is a world record in the Uncle Hack podcast history, but it has taken us uh, 57 minutes to say faggot on this show. Oh, whoa, whoa. I'm <laughs> we sorry. Did, we did. I'm sorry. The camel jockey got thrown around. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts, but 57 minutes. Brett is going to be irate. Yeah. That is it. That's a new record, ladies and gentlemen, on this show. Faggot. Apologize. Wow. Wow. That's what terrible. happened? Texas changed us. Yeah, well, we dropped our fair share of $50 <laughs> words down in Texas. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to have to come to the show to hear yeah. those ones. Yeah, we'll discuss the whole San Antonio thing, on the, I think, on the Patreon. I think that's a good yeah. place. We'll give, yeah, because yeah. that's like a insider trading for what's going on with us. There and is, those people and deserve to hear it. Just know that uh, our lives and careers will never be the same oh. after these three weeks. And... You as the viewer and as somebody that's witnessing the journey, get ready. We're going we're gonna to blow your hair back. You're not going to believe what we've been getting up to and where we're going with this. Not only has it happened, what's going to happen, the, yeah. the fallout from it. It's totally. uh, very exciting. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, let's, uh, let's, thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, we're going to switch over to the Patreon now and, uh, we'll continue this right. conversation. So if you want to head on over to patreon.com slash danger 69, I know some of the folks have been mad. They were mad at me, Sam, 
because oh. uh, I would, I've been a bit absent. It was really tough to track down podcast equipment and and line all that up. I was just missing yeah. a few key pieces when I was down there. It's very hard to, you know, I don't want to pack this roadcaster with me. I just don't have like, no, you know, the right tools or the right yeah. uh, suitcases and whatnot. And the way they treat your luggage. I just oh, don't. you don't want to give an inferior product. And then this is no. technical equipment. And let me tell you, they're like gorillas with Samsonite suitcases. Yeah. Working at the airport, man, they do not give a fuck. Yeah. So I got a few uh, pieces that I, I need to add to the collection and then I'll, I'll be able to podcast on the road with you fine gentlemen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, for those wondering two episodes dropping this week, this one will be first, yeah, and then I'll get back into the regular programming and uh, two extra episodes dropping as well. Isn't that nice? Aren't I? You know how hard I work. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. We know how hard you work because podcasts ain't easy. You gotta you gotta eat your vitamins and say your prayers. Yeah. And uh, make sure you're there. We Suck had uh, your hugs. Oh, hogwash coming in. Woo. Uh, Remember the lost podcast that we did in in Texas? Yours, lost yeah, podcast. yeah, the lost yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, I fucking I'm coming in hot because uh, you know Hack and I we're we're tight on the road, and there's, sometimes there's just miscommunications on things. <laughs> and uh, what had happened is I was supposed to do Jason Rouse's podcast, and then old Uncle Hack. He uh he got the dates wrong on the car rental that we went to pick up. So womp, 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 womp. it was uh yeah it was just a dud and and we couldn't really like just wait. We had to go do the podcast, so it was just like eat another twenty dollar Uber and get, and get back to it. So I wanted to save that energy and just all this like pent up uh, issues for Jason's podcast. You know, give the folks a show. Yeah. And I, I hadn't done a podcast <laughs> with them in a, in a couple of a years. So I was like really anxious to, to put forth. And uh, we go and we do Jason Rouse's safe word and I give him an hour of the hot stuff. We're going back and forth. We're putting over a lot of, a lot of uh, unrecognized talent and having a good time. And, Hacks jumping in, defending himself. We had some good back and forth there. <laughs> and then we, we end the podcast and it's like, whew, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm spent. Uh, and then we, we review the footage. No audio. No audio. Holy shit. We look and the fucking audio cord isn't plugged in. And Jason's like, oh, it looks good. Oh my God. And I was like, that's fucking it. I'm out of here. And I, I walked out of that apartment and left you guys for a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. I you had to, to. I had to, I had to, I had to just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, head on over to the Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash danger 69 link down in the, the description down below. All ticket links, uh, are available on dangercatshop.com with all the dates. Yeah. Uh, they're up that we listed earlier in the show. So if you want to catch us live, Sam Walker, myself, uh, and Brett Forte. Uh, Brett's missing on a few of those dates, but we'll uh, we'll have a little treat for those that come yeah. in attendance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, head on over to the Patreon if you want to hear what the real business is um, with what we got going on. It's it's, yeah. it's have we special. started on the on the Patreon now? We're just switching over now. Oh, okay, gotcha. 